Are you ready to get your fantasy on? Here's show us your TDs. It's growing time. Let's go. Hey yo, welcome back to another episode of Show Us Your TDs. It's your favorite pre-holiday milk beverage here with a fresh haircut. Ooh la la. And of course, join in a fresh new month is my co-host who can boast the most roast. It's Gooby. How are you doing, fam? Boast the most roast. Yes. Okay. That's the most roast. I like roast. I know. Uh, I had one the other day, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Did you glaze this one too? Or like, did you have a marinade? How'd you prepare it? You don't glaze, just season, you know, fucking put it in the oven, let it go with some veggies and some mashed potatoes. Mamma mia, that's a spicy meatball. You can glaze a roast if you want. Or, uh, sorry, I shouldn't say glaze. You can marinate a roast. You can marinate a roast. You can't glaze a roast. You stupid. Not like a ham, right? Not like a ham. <laughs> but yeah, I'm doing all right, man. I'm chilling. How are you? I'm swell, man. It's uh, it's a new month. It's a new time. It's the holiday season, bro. And before we get started, and trust me, we have a lot on our plate. It's now December. I want to know, Gooby, when do you start doing your Christmas shopping? Like last month. Are you serious? Oh, you've already started? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you, yeah. Do you do it on the deals like Boxing Day? Not Boxing Day, Black Friday. Cyber yeah, kind of. I kind of I, I kind of just look around. Like I feel like everybody now. I don't know if this is true or not, but I feel like a lot of people now, you know, just make an Amazon gift list and then send it out to their family and go, "Here you go. This is the list." Amazon makes bank. Oh, Amazon is killing it. I can't remember what car company it is, but they're going to start selling cars off Amazon. I think it's Hyundai. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. It's a, that that it's no brainer, man. Like Amazon does everything. Like like I said, man, I just make make a list, and then I say, here you go, people, shop from this list. It makes it so much easier. Do you use Elfster or you just no? Have, just, just have a group chat. You can just make a list on Amazon and then make it public and share it with people. Wow. What about what about sound? you? <laughs> what about you? Have you done your shopping yet? No, I wait two weeks before christmas i don't care about the deals i'm like you in a sense tell me what you want yeah and then i'll go out and get it but i i wait i procrastinate and wait and wait and wait and then i finally go out and get the stuff i wrap it up terribly and then i give it off that's why gift cards are perfect excuse me yeah i love gift cards gift cards are fun i mean it's easier to go, here's a gift card, you know, do what you want with it kind of thing. Especially like for me, like if you give me like a $200 gift card to Best Buy, I can spend that. It's not that hard. No, it's especially you're a gadget guy. So yeah, you can go off on that easy. And sorry if you heard the Simpsons in the background. I had it on mute and then it came right back on. No, so. I didn't hear shit. <laughs> okay, perfect. Okay, well, <laughs> we've teased you long enough because... We know you're dying to know the fantasy football recap. And let's not waste any more time like the Panthers do trying to win. And Gooby, please reveal week 12. Let's go. What time is it? Damn time. All right, week 12. Here we go. Uh, It's burrow these nuts in your mouth to, oh, by the way, that might change. But I will tell you afterwards. Bro, there's nothing in your mouth in your mouth versus Commissioner Kelly, who is my commissioner, and uh, I lost. No! Step back and sing it for a vomit! No! Da, da, da. No! I finally the lost. Over. The streak is ro- uh, over. Eleven and one. I'm not super upset about this loss because I am still getting a bye week i am guaranteed first or second no matter what so i'm cool with having a bye week but let's get into it jalen hurts 38 points dj moore 16 points jamar chase seven or 10 points michael pittman jr 15 points etienne jr 10 points matheson seven points ferguson four deandre swift about nine points 
McManus with 14 points and Dallas defense with 17 points. Now, if I could done could have done this, if I could have done that, I mean Jacoby Myers, he was on my bench and did 17 points, but it wasn't going to make the difference. I lost 143 to 160. It is what it is. I lose the $50 because we did do a double or nothing bet. Uh, he owed me $50 because we bet a better uh, regular season record, which obviously I have. But um, two weeks ago, he's like, double or nothing, week 12. I was like, sure, why not? <laughs> um, but lo and behold, he beat me. I'm going to give a couple shout outs from his side. McCaffrey with 28 points, Pacheco with 23, and CJ Stroud with 35. So, no, he did well. And I, I, I mean, it is what it is. I'm honestly like a lot of people like, oh, if you lose, you lose. It sucks. I'm like, man, not really. I'm still first or second. It doesn't really matter to me. So, well, exactly. I was going to ask you, what do you think you could have done differently to change the outcome? But you've already answered that. So I want to know, are you remotely at all disappointed that you couldn't keep the streak alive? Uh, I mean, not really. It's hard to keep a streak in fantasy football. I feel like that that would be something that's like a 10% a chance that you could go undefeated. The only thing I could have done, which I don't know even if it would help, is put Myers in instead of DeAndre, or instead of Matheson, had Swift in the RB2 slot, and then Myers in the flex, and then take out Ferguson and put Najoku, who had uh, 8.9 points. But I think I'd still be a little bit under. Not cool. Yeah, I was going to say, I messaged you and I said, I hope you're playing Myers. And you're like, nope, he's on my bench. No. Well, when you have Matheson, who's been doing pretty well, Etienne and DeAndre Swift, and then you have Pittman chasing more, Myers is kind of an afterthought. Uh, I don't know. I'd pick Myers over Madison any, any day. Madison's well, Ma- been pot and cold. He's been consistent for the last couple uh, of weeks. Couple, well, the third, uh, three weeks ago, he had three, but he had 16, six, and seven. So I was like, that's a good flex. And I put, I think, Swift in the flex because he was questionable. I don't know. It is what it is. I lost. I'm not butthurt about it. It sucks that I lost to the commissioner and I lost the hundred dollars, but it's all good. No, you should be very proud. Your team is still by far the best in the league. He has a good team too, which I'm very puzzled why he was so middle of the pack. Six and six. Yeah. It's crazy because he's got CMC, he's got CJ Stroud. Who who else does he have? He has guys he's got some good wide receivers. He got Stroud McLaurin, AJ Brown, Alave, who didn't really come onto the scene this year. Uh, McCaffrey Pacheco. I think his running back situation was a really uh, I think I forget who he had, but he had I think he had Chubb. He said he made a trade, right? He made a couple of trades. Yeah, I'm not sure. Oh, he had Montgomery who went out. Yeah. So he had a few injuries and it is what it is. I don't know if he made, maybe did make a trade. I'm not sure. But, I mean, he had Garrett Wilson too, right? So, like, and he's not been doing great without Rodgers, which we'll get into a little bit later. I don't know. And he got he got my Fairmouth when I dropped him. Yeah, he but Fairmouth, Fairmouth has been ass all. Well, he was great last uh, Sunday. Points. But he's been ass all year, and he's been hurt all year. Yeah. But, yeah, I get it. You know what, bro? You should be proud of yourself. 11-1 is nothing to sneeze about. You're still on top of the world, the fantasy world, that is. And you have a, a nice margin, right, in first place? Uh, let's what, what's the margin the there? League. Um, I am obviously 11-1. The guy under me is 8-4. and four. So, yeah, I have a three-game lead right now. Yeah, and the regular season ends next week, does it not? Uh, or this week, week 13. Usually your playoffs are 14-15-16. 14-15-16. I'm looking right now, matchups, uh, 15, 16, 17. Oh, right, right. So we got one more week. So I'm guaranteed first. Five, five. There you go. That's basically where it's at. Like I can lose three in a row or two in a row and I'm guaranteed first. Bravo, my friend. Now set up your matchup for this week. All right. My matchup this week. Now we are shooting on a Friday. So the Cowboy game has played. And we will talk about that as a bonus 
edition of highlights. Yes, sir. All right. At the moment, the original projection was 111 to 82. I have Jalen Hurts starting versus Russell Wilson, uh, which isn't, <laughs> which not gonna lie, isn't a bad choice because Wilson's been pretty fire lately. I don't know why. He's been but okay, man. He's been his, okay. Slow okay, so, your roll, Bronco Busters. What the fuck? So our league is a little bit different when it comes to quarterbacks. We don't get a lot of points for quarterbacks. He's had two 19 points and 23. He's been all right. Whereas Jalen Hurts. He's had 38, 22, and 28. So, uh, Jamar Chase versus Adam Thielen, Michael Pittman Jr. versus uh, Curtis Samuel, Rondell Moore versus T. Higgins. Yes, I am playing Rondell Moore. Yeah. Uh, we'll get into that in a second. Travis Etienne versus uh, BJ, uh, Brian Robinson, sorry, Washington running back, DeAndre Swift versus Chubba Hubbard. Jake Ferguson versus Hunter Henry, David Njoku. Yes, that is my flex Uh? versus an empty slot right now. He's got Miles Sanders on the bench. He's got, uh, was it Jalen Reynolds for Detroit? Mm -hmm. When it comes to um, waiver wire pickups on this league, it is slim pickings. So uh, it's very hard to find something on a bye week. So yeah, he's got Miles Sanders or Jalen Reynolds to slot into the flex. Uh, I got McManus versus Butker and Dallas defense versus Miami defense. Now, that being said, we did say uh, the Dallas game has played. Dallas defense has gotten me one point. Oh boy. Because they let a (laughs) lot of points go. Horrible defensive effort. But Jake Ferguson coming in with that 77 or sorry, you didn't have 77. 77? That's pretty uh, wild number, uh, Gooby. Sorry. No, he, he had six receptions for 77 yards, one touchdown, nabbing me 16.7 points as a tight that. end. I like it. So at the moment, I'm projected to win 112 to 82. I think you start a new winning streak <laughs> and pummel this guy to the ground. And what's his team name? Uh, Aurelia Trillers. Huh? Or Terriers. Aurelia Terriers. Okay, that's just hot garbage. And and you you were talking about revealing a new name for your team. Yes. What do you got? I was going to go Fergalicious after that fucking performance from Jake Ferguson. (laughs) Hey, yo, what the fuck? Please don't. (laughs) (laughs) As clever as it is, please don't. I know Ferguson was a beast on Thursday. He shows no fear. That's what I like about him. He goes head first. He makes that cra- those crazy catches. You think he's gonna? He's not gonna get to it, but he does. He's got those yeah. long arms. Clever name, but please don't burrow these nuts in your mouth. Is just prime time. It was either Fergalicious or Fergie. Love you long time. Oh God, that's even worse. No, Gooby, don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. But uh, yeah, no, I, I'm liking my uh, odds this week. For the most part, the next two weeks mean mean nothing. If I lose, I lose. I still get the buy. So it's all that matters, man. Getting that first round buy. You wait wait on your opponent. That's where it's at. Uh, matchups could be shitty in the first round, so you never know. You could have better matchups in that semifinal. So. Bro, it's all you, man. I know the streak is over, but just start a new one and win the damn league. Yeah, and what's crazy to me is I'm actually looking at the points for and the points against. I have the most points for and the least points against. So I guess just teams weren't uh, doing doing their all versus me because points against, I'm under 100. So it's pretty good. No, Gooby, that's what happens when you're the best. Plain and simple. It's true. It's true. <laughs> I'm the best around. Oh, my freaking ears. <laughs> my, 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 my commissioner asked me when the next pod's coming out, and I feel like he's going to be like, oh, man, he's going to be sour. He's going to be this. He's going to be that. I ain't sour, buddy. I am number one. El numero uno. Top of the list. Blah, blah, blah. This was just a minor speed bump. To the road of championship city, buddy. You got this. 
This is on you. You got the team to do it. The bye weeks are, are coming to an end. You're going to have that full squad ready to go. You got this this week. You probably got next week without even trying. You're destined to win this, man. Unless something catastrophic happens, this is your destiny. Well, uh, Etienne's questionable, but I did pick up his backup. So, Who, Ernest Johnson? Yeah. The Ernest? Yeah. Yeah. Also, a sneaky pickup I told Melk about. I was scanning the waiver wire, and I seen Michael Thomas. who's on IR, but on the wire. I click on his name and I scroll down. I go, oh shit, he's coming back for the semis and finals. Let's pick him up. So now I have Michael Thomas on the bench, who if he does come back healthy, I might not play him during the semis just to see how he does. But if I get to the finals, that's Chase Pittman, DJ Moore, Michael Thomas in the flex, Swift, Etienne, I'm liking my odds. Michael Thomas is a great pickup, a great stash away. The problem is used car is flaming garbage, and that quarterback situation has been terrible out in New Orleans, but it's a solid fine, good stash away, or potential depth if something goes wrong. Week 17, they play Tampa, who's fourth in wide receiver points allowed. There you go, the man with a plan. Let's move on, Gooby. Talk about week 12 highlights. Oh, baby. All right. Well, the week 12 highlights are here. And we're going to start off with the Packers. Let's let's, <laughs> let's talk about this because I was confused when I was scrolling through the score and I see the Packers winning against the Detroit Lions. What? what? What's going on here? Like 29 to 22. Jordan Love leading in the way, 22 of 32, 268 yards, three touchdowns, zero interceptions. Christian Watson going off of five receptions, 94 yards, one touchdown. And everybody kind of got going on these touchdowns here. Jalen Reed got a touchdown. And Tucker Kraft, I don't know who that guy is, but he got a touchdown too. (laughs) Love was spreading the love. Yeah, Lions over here. Jared Goff, 29 of 44, 332 yards, two touchdowns. I can't blame that on him. He did pretty well. Uh, David Montgomery, 15 carries, 71 yards, one touchdown. Sam Laporta, five receptions, 47 yards, one touchdown. And Josh Reynolds, two receptions, 15 yards, one touchdown. It was pretty good, uh, but I mean... The Packers aren't going anywhere. They're just trying to play upset. Rude. Well, Goff has to hold on to the ball better. Three fumble losses. That's not going to get it done. I'm just going to say the Lions had a bad game. Everybody does. This was a divisional game on Thanksgiving, and nothing went right in Detroit. Not that game. Not the performance by, um, what's his name? Uh, the guy in White Man Can't Jump. The The remake. I don't know. I didn't watch the remake. You didn't watch it? No. Oh, it was fantastic. Uh, I'll, I'll come back to it. I, anyways, m- my point is, it was just a bad game. I'm chalking that up as a really bad game. They probably overlooked the Packers, but you just said something that was a little Jack amazing. Jack Harlow, thank you. Yeah, his performance was bad too. Not because of him. They gave him the worst setup ever. <laughs> it was really bad. He was talking about it afterwards. What's popping? But you said that Green Bay has no chance. That's not true. Theoretically, they are not far behind in the wild card for the last one. And with Seattle slumping and some of the other teams falling behind, like the Vikings, I was going to ask you, do they have a shot at making the wild card? Because here, I'll read you their schedule. They've got the Chiefs. Okay, that's probably a loss. Yep. They've got the Bucks. They had the Panthers, the Vikes, the Bears, and who's after the Chiefs? They got, oh, the Giants. They have the Giants, so Chiefs, Giants, Bucks, Panthers, Vikings, Bears. A lot of those games are winnable. So could so, they sneak into the playoffs? So uh, correct me if I'm wrong. It's six teams in, or is it seven teams? It's seven. So seven. The, top two, the top two so in each conference one, get a bye. Two, three, four. 
five, six. Yeah, they have a chance, but I don't think they get it. I think the Vikings can pull it off. And what's the Seahawks schedule like? That's the question. They, ooh, okay, so they play. They're one and four in their last five games. The Seahawks are going in a terrible direction against the Niners, the Eagles, the Titans, and the Steelers. (laughs) So, I mean, they have a chance. The Saints, who they got, they got the Lions, the Panthers, the Giants, the Rams, the Bucks. I'm going to lean more towards the Saints getting the last wildcard spot there. No, that's a, that's valid. I'm just wanting to know, like, Green Bay's won two in a row. Love actually looks like a decent quarterback for once. Do they have a chance? You answer Probably my question. Not. Probably not. Well, let's talk about a team that doesn't have a chance in hell, and that's the Washington Commandos. And we're going to continue with the Thanksgiving festivities where the Cowboys dismantled the Commandos 45-10. to 10. Sam Howell went 28 for 44, 300 yards, one INT, 13 rushes, a rush TD, and Dak Prescott, potential MVP candidate. Wait, what? We'll talk about that later. 22 of 32, 331 yards, four touchdowns, Gooby, zero picks, 10 rushing yards, and two-point conversion. The fun did not stop there. Curtis Samuels, nine receptions, 100 yards, 12 targets. Brandon Cooks, who's looked really good the last four games, four receptions, 72 yards, one touchdown on five targets. Pollard, CeeDee Lamb, Turpin all scored as well. And Deron Bland breaks the pick six record with his fifth in that game. So, Goobs, can the Cowboys win the NFC East? Uh, They got to beat the Eagles coming up but yeah they can and i think they have a pretty darn good shot at this uh looking at the schedule they got the eagles the bills the dolphins the lions they're all tough games but they're all winnable games the bills are slumping the dolphins they're middle of the pack now they're like the cowboys they don't beat good teams yeah and then the lions i mean that's a winnable game I want to look what the Eagles got. If I can do this. Eagles schedule gets a lot easier. They have the Giants twice. Oh, well, that's not good. Uh, they, they lose to the Niners. They lose to the Cowboys because we'll go one and one. No, they don't. Oh, they do have the Giants twice. Uh, Seahawks, tough game. Giants win. Cardinals. Cardinals are, you know, like like you alluded to before. They're They're playing. And Murray's back, so they're they're doing all right. And then the Giants, I mean, I can see the Giants pulling off an upset. They always like to play spoiler at the last game of the season. They've done it before. They can do it again. Well, they have a new Italian stallion, too, a quarterback. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it's doable. It's just the Eagles got to lose to the Niners to do it. And then they got to lose to the Cowboys. And well, that they happens. Have lose, they have to lose more than that. The Cowboys have to have a better record because the Eagles will win because they beat them the first go around. So the tiebreaker will go to the Eagles if both records are tied. Is it the first go around or is yeah, that who scored more points? It's, no, it's the first go around. They always go with the first go around as the Eagles will get the tiebreaker. It's only if they didn't play each other, but they always go with that. It's a stupid rule. They always go with the first game of your division, your division matchup. Huh. So, sorry, I, I just wanted to Google it to see exactly what it is. Um, the the first the first tiebreaker is head to head to head best mm-hmm. win loss tie percentage in games between the clubs, and then it's best win loss tie percentage in games played within the division. I think I think Dallas has a shot. It's just the Eagles got to, I'd say, lose at least three. Well, I was hoping they were going to lose to the Chiefs and the Bills, but that didn't help. I think the Arizona game that the Cowboys lost is going to bite them in the ass. It's going to bite them and Jerry Jones right on the ass. Yeah, yeah, I see that. I see that. Uh, do you want to continue with the Cowboys? No, we're going to, that's going to be bonus coverage. I want you to go to the Jags and Texans. All right. We're going to go to the Jags versus the Texans. 
Jacksonville wins 24 to 21. Trevor Lawrence, 23 for 38, 364 yards, one touchdown, one INT. Uh, Calvin Ridley, five receptions for 89 yards, one touchdown. Christian Kirk, four receptions for 89 yards. Trevor Lawrence ran one in for uh, a touchdown, which is funny because I always Google the, the schedules and then I click on the previous game. On this search, it says Trevor Lawrence, two carries, zero yards, one <laughs> touchdown. How can you get a touchdown on zero rushing yards? Makes no what, sense. What if you're inches off the goal line? I, th- I think it still gives you a yard. It still give you a yard now. Well, I, feel, I feel like it should because it makes no sense. Two carries, zero, zero yards, one touchdown. Kind yeah, of no, the, no, theoretically, it makes no sense, but we're talking America. Yeah, we are. We're like miles <laughs> per hour. That's weird. Exactly. They don't know <laughs> what the metric system is. But yeah, on the Texans side, CJ Stroud, 26 for 36, 304 yards, two touchdowns. He also rushed one in for, uh, he had six carries for 47 yards. Nico Collins, man, that was a great pickup in the old fucking league that we had. Seven receptions, 104 yards, one touchdown. Yeah, man, Tank Dell, five receptions, 50 yards, and one touchdown. I like the Texans, man. They look good. They look good, but they lost to the division leaders, and this could be devastating for them. So do they have a shot at winning this division or is it now the Jaguars? It's tough call. Jags are eight and three Colts and Texans are six and five. And the Texans are at the bottom of the list right now at uh, in third. Jags have a, have a scary schedule coming up. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Well, Bengals, that's a win without Burroughs. Yeah. The Browns defense is tough. The Ravens tough top afc team yeah bucks you could win that you could win against the panthers and you could probably win against the titans i mean i think they lose two of their next six well because the texans have the broncos jets titans browns titans colts it's tough it's tough to it's tough i i don't think they have a shot but i think the texans really look good for the up and coming seasons no, you're absolutely right. I think it's the Jaguars division already. This could have changed the dynamics of that division if they'd won. But unfortunately, they're a year away from maybe competing with this division, but they could still get a wild card. I think that's still up for grabs in the AFC. But who knows, man? I love watching the Texans. I, w- I thought I would never say that, but CJ Stroud is a gem. Yeah, no, I, I'm really liking CJ Stroud. They just need a few few more pieces on the defensive side. I'm trying to look at to see who their number one receiver is. The Texans is Nico. N- Nico. And Tank so, Dell is a good second wide receiver, too. Well, yeah, that and they also have Robert Woods as a third. And Dalton Schultz, who's doing pretty well, but he has a hamstring injury right now. Yeah, they got Schultz. They got um, Woods. They got Noah Brown, who's looked great in Woods' absence. Yeah, no, they have a good young team. I think uh, Damian Pierce is also good. Yeah, I, I, I just think that a few more defensive players and, you know, maybe a breakout star wide receiver, they could definitely make some moves in the coming years. Well, they have the time. Let's move on to a team you and I despise, but they just keep on winning. It's the Denver Broncos. Oh, the Denver Broncos. And they beat the Browns 29 to 12. Dorian Thompson Robinson. Try saying that name fast three times. Went 14 for 29. Buck 34 yards, one touchdown, and 21 rushing yards before he was knocked out in the third quarter and now is not playing this week. And was replaced by PJ Walker, who had 56 passing yards and a fumble loss. And you just raved about Russell Wilson. He went 13 for 22, 134 yards, one touchdown, 34 rushing yards, scored the ball, and it wouldn't be a game without him screwing up, and he had a fumble loss. Jerome Ford had nine carries, 65 yards. Samaj P. Ryan, seven carries, 55 yards, and a touchdown. Your boy, David Njoku, six receptions, 59 yards on nine targets. 
probably the most action any Brown had seen. And I just mentioned that the first string was knocked out. And because he's out, the Browns signed Super Bowl champ Joe Flacco. And he's actually starting this week, Gooby. Whoa! Ooh, Joe Flacco. I haven't heard that name in a while. I don't mind Joe Flacco. I'd never mind him, especially when he was in Baltimore. I just think his... His talent kind of got washed away with those running QBs because Joe Flacco was more of a pocket passer. You never know. I mean, if they can protect the quarterback, Joe Flacco could, you know, pull out a few wins. Well, the game's changed, too. You need to have a dual threat nowadays. But it's it's a good signing. It's a nice band-aid, so to speak. Forget about them. Let's talk the Broncos. So they're now on a five-game winning streak. Can they make it six this Sunday? Who are they playing this the Texans. Oh, oh no! I think the Texans got their number. I'm looking at their schedule. I'm trying to see. They lose to the Texans. They lose to the Chargers. They lose to the Lions. They beat the Patriots. They beat the Char- Chargers, and then they probably beat the Raiders. They got they got a shot. They have a shot to get it. I just a long they, shot. Yeah. I just but, want to know if they win this week. I don't care about their wild no, card they, they aspirations. Definitely, they, they definitely don't win this week. I think CJ Stroud and that Texans team come out, uh, you know, guns blazing after that uh, division loss to the Jags. I'm not going to reveal my answer because it's my toony bet. So it remains to be seen. We'll get there eventually. What game's next? All right. We got the Eagles versus the Bills game of the week. And it was a showdown. Eagles win 37 to 34. Josh Allen, 29 yard, uh, 29 uh, out of 51, 339 yards, two touchdowns, one INT. He also ran for nine carries, 81 yards, and two touchdowns. Gabe Davis, six receptions, 105 yards, one touchdown. Diggs got in there for six receptions, 74 yards, and one touchdown. On the other side, the Eagles, Jalen Hurts, 18 of 31, 200 yards, three touchdowns, one INT. This man's been throwing the ball away quite a bit this year. He had 14 carries for 65 yards and two touchdowns. Devontae Smith got in there, seven receptions, 106 yards, one touchdown. A.J. Brown got 37 yards, one touchdown. And I'm not even going to try to pronounce this name. <laughs> Fuck. Do you do you know what name I'm talking about? No, I don't. Who, it's who some dude named Olamid Zakinas. <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> <laughs> one reception, 29 yards. One touchdown. Man, Google that name and try to figure it out because I can't. The Eagles are looking good. They're staying on top of the division, on top of the NFL. It's going to be hard. I can't wait for this Sunday's game, though. This is the game of the year. Hmm. uh, Sorry, NFC Championship rematch. Yeah, I think this is going to be the game of the year for the regular season. Eagles, Niners. I don't like either team, but I'm definitely going to be watching this game. Oh, I think everyone's going to be glued to this game, especially you and I, because we want to throw salt at Bob because he's a resident Eagles fan and we want to chirp the shit out of him. But forget about the Eagles. We know they're 10-1. and We know they're atop of the NFL landscape. Let's focus on the Bills quickly. Are they missing the playoffs, Gooby? It's hard to say. They got the Chiefs, they got the Cowboys, they got the Chargers, they got the Patriots, the Dolphins. It's going to be close. They're looking pretty slim. I got the Dolphins taking the division. Baltimore's in. Pittsburgh's in. Cleveland's in. So that's four. Jags, Chiefs, and at the moment, man, I think it's either going to be like Houston, the Colts, over Buffalo and maybe just maybe the Broncos. Yuck. I think the Bills get the last spot. I can't see Cleveland or Pittsburgh holding on. One of them's going to fall. Browns can't score. Without Watson, they can't score. Pittsburgh, you never know what you're getting out of them. Their offense is just as bad. Broncos, that streak's ending. You got up and coming Houston. Indy's played really well the last couple of weeks. 
something's got to give. I, I still think the Bills somehow managed to find a way to win, get in, and then disappoint their fans in fine fashion. Wow, what an asshole! Just like the Cowboys. Yeah, and speaking of the Cowboys, they played on Thursday night. It was the Dallas Cowboys versus the Seattle Seahawks. And man, what a thriller. I was at soccer, so I missed half of it. I got back just in time, and I thought the Cowboys were going to get annihilated the way it was going, but they persevered 41 to 35, and that's dedicated to you, Gio. I know you're a Seahawks fan, so ha. Geno Smith went 23 for 41, 334 yards, three touchdowns, an INT to your boy Bland, another pick. Oh, yeah. Six rushing yards and a rushing TD. Dak Prescott had another nice game, 29 for 41, 299 yards, three touchdowns, no picks again, 23 rushing yards, and threw another two-point conversion. Charbonnet and Pollard both scored touchdowns. DK Metcalf, holy crap, Gooby. Yeah. Anyone who had him on fantasy was loving life, was absolutely loving life. Six receptions, 134 yards, three touchdowns on eight targets. And CeeDee Lamb went off again. 12 receptions, 116 yards, one touchdown on 17 targets. So the ultimate question here, now that the Cowboys have beaten a team over 500, should Philly and San Francisco be worried? I think Philly more than San Francisco. Philly, they have the offense. Their defense is a little bit lacking. Whereas Dallas at the moment looks like a complete package. Now on the other side with... The Niners, they have a complete package. Brock Purdy's doing well. They have a good offense. They have arguably the best running back in the league. They have Debo Samuels. And their defense is probably better than Dallas. Stat-wise, probably not. But all around, I feel like they have a better defense than Dallas. Facts. I can't argue there. I don't think either team should be worried yet. But come next week, Dallas versus Philly, that will tell the story. That will tell if the Cowboys are ready to make that next move. We know Philly's great. Philly's playing with house money. They're 10-1. and And yes, if they lose to San Francisco and Dallas, that's a completely different narrative. But I'm not going to comment on it until I see next week's game. Yeah, I agree with that. And man, the Seahawks gave any team versus Dallas a good look on how to beat Bland. I've been a big Bland supporter ever since he's started, you know, doing very well. He was one of the top corners who uh, had the least yards against DK and Jackson Smith uh, Najiba. They just picked him apart. He got torched. Yeah, that Seattle offense found a way to, uh, you know, take him out and they did well. Yeah, he got a pick, but the yards against was crazy. They definitely found some chinks in that armor, but that's okay. So we got the dub, and next week is going to tell a different story. Yeehaw! Here we go! I'm glad, you, I'm glad you're sitting down. I'm glad you're sitting down. Nope, standing up now. <laughs> right. This is what Uh-oh. Dak's doing right now. Uh-oh. Stephen A. Dak and Cat doing this right here, all uh-huh. in your face. Dak is a top two MVP candidate. Whoa! Stephen A. You're right. back. You. Now, that's the good news. Okay. The bad news is that's decided between September and December. Oh, come on. His oh. problem is in January. All right, let's talk about everybody's favorite conversation and it's mvp talk gooby i want you to start i want to know who's your mvp my mvp has not been decided yet we have a few games left in the season but at the moment the biggest game of the season is next week for the two top contenders jalen hurts and dak prescott wow now, a lot of people are like, why Dak Prescott? Why not Patrick Mahomes? Well, I went on ESPN. I have beef with ESPN. <laughs> you have beef with everyone. Okay. ESPN has Jalen Hurts first, just like everybody else in the NFL. Then they have Patrick Mahomes 
as the runner-up. Now, riddle me this, good sir. Patrick Mahomes has 2,917 yards. Dak Prescott has 2,935 passing yards. Okay, eerily similar. Patrick Mahomes has 21 TDs. Dak Prescott has 23 TDs. 26, actually. 26 now. If Patrick Mahomes can keep up, then yeah, sure. But I don't think so. He needs he need he needs what five six t- yeah five TDs to catch up. So it's gonna be hard. That's what she said. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes has nine interceptions. Dak Prescott six interceptions. Patrick Mahomes QB QBR seventy point two. Dak Prescott seventy five point four. Now, yeah, that Dak Prescott only has 151 rushing yards with two touchdowns on those rushing yards. Mahomes has 305. So what in the hell is ESPN thinking saying Patrick Mahomes is better than Dak Prescott right now for the MVP race? Can't. It's impossible. Dak Prescott has better yards, more touchdowns, less INTs, better QBR, and okay, yeah, his rushing yards aren't good, but he has two touchdowns on those rushing yards. Anyways, so my list right now, I'm going to go top five. Jalen Hurts, Dak Prescott, Lamar Jackson, Tyreek Hill. I'm kind of leaning to Tua Tagovailoa, huh? but I think I want to change the narrative in the NFL and put McCaffrey in there. So those are my top five. The actual MVP race is between two people. It's Dak Prescott and Jalen Hurts, and it all comes down to next Sunday night. I think there's a little more time, but Dak Prescott definitely takes himself out of the race if he has a shitty game next week. Yes. But I like your list. I like CMC in there. I would have agreed with CMC earlier on because he was scoring at will the first few weeks of the season, but he's cooled off a little bit. I mean, Purdy struggled too. So, I mean, I know that had something to do with it. Good list though. I really like it. I'm going to share mine. I'm going to go from five to one. I know he didn't do himself any service by not winning last week against the Jaguars, but I'm still putting this man on there. It's CJ Stroud. He's got 3,266 yards, 19 TDs, 132 rushing yards, five rushing TDs, only five picks, which is pretty remarkable for a rookie. He's yeah. lost the ball four times. He's definitely going to win Offensive Rookie of the Year. Hands oh, down. 100%. Yeah, that, he's, he's winning the Rookie bag. of the Year. That's in the bag. But look what he's done for the Texans. They're 6-5, and five, and they're, they're a couple games out of the AFC South and a game out of the wildcard spot. Nobody thought this team was going to be good. Nobody thought this team was going to be relevant. He's changed this franchise in his rookie season. Oh my God. So I guess who would have thought drafting a good QB would change your luck? Right, Carolina? Learn how to draft. Number four, this could go back or forth, but I went Dak Prescott. And I'm going to give you his updated numbers. He actually has 3,234 passing yards now after last last night. 26 touchdowns, 174 rushing yards, six picks, two rushing TDs. Arguably his best statistical season, hands down. New offense has made Dak a better quarterback. He holds the ball. He protects. Sorry, he protects the ball better. He leads the NFL in touchdowns right now at 26. Cowboys are nine and three, top wild card spot. Only a game and a half out of first place. This team could be very dangerous if they actually win the division. If they win the division, get a bye. I don't see anyone beating them at home. They're undefeated at home. That's crazy. Big, big potential with this team. Dak Prescott has definitely earned his name in the MVP talks. Number three, Tyreek Hill. What more can you really say about Tyreek Hill? This season, he's got 88 receptions, 1,324 receiving yards, 10 reception TDs on 120 targets, and he's, he single-handedly leads the league in receptions and receiving yards, sorry, and touchdowns. Dolphins are sitting on top of the AFC East at eight and three, and that's a lot to do with him. And he makes Tua look like an elite quarterback when realistically he's not. Oh boy. Tua is trash. I don't care what anybody says. 
So I like Tyreek Hill. He's he's been a beast for that team. If he's not on that squad, they're not up there in first no. place. No, hundred percent not. Number two, Lamar Jackson. 2,618 yards, 13 passing yards, 574 rushing yards, Gooby. Yeah. Five rushing TDs, six fumbles, five INTs. He's quietly having a great season. He leads the, the league in rushing. Ravens are nine and three. They're the best team in the AFC. Finally, he has weapons to push this Ravens team to a Super Bowl. You got to give it to Lamar Jackson. And then number one, Jalen Hurts. 2,697 yards, 18 TDs, 410 rushing yards, 11 rushing TDs, Gooby. Holy macaroni! How freaking crazy is that? 10 INTs, 4 fumble losses. Eagles are 10-1. and one. Best team in the NFL, and it has a lot to do with Jalen Hurts. It leads the league in rushing touchdowns. The tush push comes mightily handy in the, in the NFL. He's poised to win the big one, and he's continued where he's left off from that Super Bowl loss. He's hungry. Jalen Hurts is leading this team to immortality, basically. So I, I got to give it up to Jalen Hurts at number one. And then special shout-outs to Mahomes and Purdy. This list could be different on everyone else's, but Mahomes has not done anything for me to put him as a top five. And Purdy had that stretch of like two or three weeks where he was god-awful. So he's got to be left off right now. They could be on that list in a couple of weeks. Yeah, um, I want to give a couple of shout outs because I, I didn't know we we're doing this, but I'm going to give a couple <laughs> shout outs. This show's uh, unpredictable, buddy. Miles Garrett, there's a good shout out. I would say Micah Parsons, but he's been quiet as of late. A lot of a lot of teams have been, you know, really getting at him and covering him. This one's going to be odd, but I feel like it's not because of the rise of fame, but I think he's just one of the all-time greats, Jason Kelsey. Okay, just because you're sexy, sexiest man alive doesn't mean you're <laughs> the MVP conversation, no, okay? No, as a center goes, he's probably one of the greatest of all time. That, and he's one of the greatest leaders. I'll give him that. Like, yeah. he leads that team, but I don't think he should be worthy of an MVP no, I'm going no off off the NFL track because it's all about QBs. Fuck the QBs. Whoa, calm down, ho. Uh, Miles Garrett, Micah Parsons, Jason Kelsey, Deron Bland. If he didn't have that terrible game, he's going to uh, win Defensive Player of the Year. I'm going to give a shout out to a Bronco, Patrick Certain. Uh, no, I think the That's other more guys the we mentioned. The list, yeah, I think the other guys we mentioned are more worthy. Sertan is a Sertan is going to be the best corner in the league very soon, hands down. Yeah, he's great. Miles Garrett, he should be up there, but he's gone down a little bit, not because of him, but because of what happened to the team. You know, losing Watson, and now he's got to do more work because the quarterbacks can't stay on the field. You know, T.J. Watt, you could put T.J. Watt in there by yeah, far. He's the league in sacks. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, no, I was just kind of, you know, giving shout outs to non quarterback offensive players because I feel like this is an offensive type trophy. Even if it's not a quarterback, it's a running back or it's a wide receiver. You rarely see a defensive player get it. Th those are my shout outs. But yeah, I, like I said, I feel like it's going to come down to next week and then how those two quarterbacks play for the rest of the year. They can't argue there. What do we get next? All right, we got boom or bust. Uh, something about toilets and tacos. No, your favorite pastime when you're on the toilet. Oh, there's no tacos involved? It's a lot worse after you eat a taco or a Taco Tuesday. Oh, that's nasty. Okay, okay. Uh, by the way, I did some research while you were talking MVP. Uh, I know I'm getting a little off track. Dallas has been undefeated since week two of last season. Thir I think it was 13 or 12 home wins. So, that, I mean, that's, that's, what, I said. that's, that's crazy. what I said. They need to get the number one spot. It would bode them well to win the division. Yeah. All right. So, boomer bus, tacos, toilets, um, burritos. <laughs> yeah. It's all there. All right. I'm going with an odd one. 
It all depends on how his team does. But I am going A.A. Ron, Mr. Rogers, with Rogers being put on a 21-day practice window. It looks like Aaron Rodgers could see the field this year around Christmas Eve. That could mean for some people, you could have Aaron Rodgers starting in your semifinals in fantasy football. Not a bad choice if they have him give the go-ahead and go, hey, you know, lead this team. I think he could be a boom. Week 16 versus the Commanders. The Commanders are not good on defense. Yep. Their offense is terrible. No, their offense the, is pretty good. They just can't stop anyone. Yeah. Well, I think they're terrible. It's commanders. That's <laughs> biased opinion, okay? But on the other end, he will be a bust week 17 in the finals for fantasy football versus a top-tier Browns D. Uh, I know Melky's shaking his head over there. He doesn't think that they're going to give Aaron Rodgers the start. He looks good in practice, man. It's not that. First of all, he's a bust until further notice. So he shouldn't be anyone's boom. And you look at the Jets schedule, they have the Falcons, Texans, Dolphins, and then it's the Christmas Eve game. They're four and seven. If they're four and 10, why would they put him back out there? They won't, but we had this conversation conversation before, I think on last week's podcast. They need to be in a playoff hunt to have him start, but it could also just be Aaron Rodgers' ego being like, I want to play. Yeah, his ego's out of control, so I can see that too. But if for him, at a, as a 40-year-old man who's coming off an Achilles injury, probably should stay off that leg until next season. I don't know. The NFL 40 is like 30 in our age. What? What are you talking about? I suppose. He's still a bust until further notice. They're gifted athletes. I, I I think anything around 45, you're still good. <laughs> not, not on the toilet, buddy. <laughs> That's a All different right. story. <laughs> All right, Melky, what do you got? All right, we're going to go to another bust, and it's tight end Cade Otten of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yes, he is a Baker Mayfield bust. Last week, he had four receptions, 45 yards with on four targets. He finished tied with Trey Palmer for second in receptions. That's back-to-back weeks where he has four tallies or more and five of the last six contests overall. But the Panthers are fourth against the pass. The sixth overall defense, which I found very shocking because this team has only one win. (laughs) And you have Baker Mayfield as your quarterback, and he couldn't score if he was the last man on earth. It's so disrespectful for you to say something like that. Don't trust anyone other than Mike Evans or what's the other wide receiver's name on Tampa? Oh, Chris Godwin. Yeah, Chris Godwin, who plays the slot. He's a bust. He can't be trusted. Neither can Baker. I agree. That whole team's a bust. I mean, even even Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, I mean, they're doing okay, but they're, they're nothing to hoot and holler about. Mike Evans was hot. He was the hottest wide receiver the first four weeks of the season or five weeks. And then in Baker Mayfield fashion fizzled out quickly. Yeah. Never pick up a Browns quarterback. It just doesn't go well for you. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Jonathan Mingo. If you're like me and you're hurting to find someone who can cover your week 13 buys, you're in luck. I think Jonathan Mingo is a decent boom for your flex spot. He has seen an average of five targets a game. Those fantasy points don't look great. The Panthers are facing a Tampa Bay defense that allows the fourth most fantasy points to wide receivers. I think he could be a great option if there's nothing left. If you're like me and my league is terrible on the wire right now there's nothing in there to you know pick up i think mingo is a good shot all my guys are on a buy right now so i have no choice i thought about picking them up i picked them up but i feel like ninjoku will have a better day but i think mingos can get you about now uh, i'd say five to ten points it's okay but if there's something better on the wire pick it up he he could surprise you Melky's shaking his head over there. There's another bust. Even though he had like four receptions, 60 yards. I think that was his most last week. 
on six targets. He has an Achilles issue. He was put on the injured report. Yes, he practiced Friday, but he has a chance to rupture his Achilles. He hasn't done much all year. And anyone that's not named Adam Thielen, you shouldn't even sniff. Panthers are absolute dog water. Bryce Young can't see over his offensive line. He's a bust. Screw that team. Okay, dude, calm down. Take a chill pill. If you don't have a chill pill, take one of those chill strips. You put it on your tongue, it dissolves. Chill. All right, screw that team. On to the next. Last but not least, and you name dropped him earlier, actually. Well, you didn't actually name drop him, but you said, I got the Jaguars backup running back. So that is on my list this week. The Ernest Johnson and Goobs, he's another bust. This is bust all around on Boomer Bust. You need Jesus. He had 19 rushing yards and 42 receiving yards on two targets last week. He's officially the second running back behind Travis Etienne. He surpassed Tank Bigsby. Who fucking cares? Only received more playing time because Etienne left briefly, but came back. And although he is a dual threat, he isn't Travis Etienne. Nope. It's a waste of time. They go as far as Etienne. He's going to see a modest workload this week. It's going to be the Travis show. Why even bother? He sucks. A no-go for me. And this is what happens when the wire is as thin as a 90s supermodel. Are you fucking kidding me? Just like nothing to pick from. <laughs> 90s supermodel. Well, what if Travis Etienne doesn't play? He's playing. He's going to give it a go. He came back from that injury. I understand he came back from the injury, but I'm just, you know, I picked him up just because Etienne's a no-go. I need someone to cover his ass. I agree, what about, though. What about, oh, Gus Edwards is on a bye, I was going to say. What about Gus Edwards? Yeah, no, he's on a bye. Yeah. Everybody's on a bye for my team. I agree that he's a bust if Etienne plays, but if Etienne doesn't, I think he can get you some points, hopefully at least 50. Are you some kind of moron? So I can win. 50 points? I, I doubt it. Okay. Keep keep dreaming, buddy. Yeah, if he gets 50 points, next pod, you have to bow down to the king over here. Okay, I will say something nice about you. How's that? <laughs> all right. That is it for Boomer Bust. Uh, it was a bust all around for Melk. I mean, I had a few mediocre booms. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to do well against the Commanders if he does play. Balky, what do we got next? Let's close it off with everybody's favorite betting segment dedicated to Bob Walker, the creator, the originator. It's Toonie Bets. This is why I didn't want to answer my highlight question because I'm going with the Texans to defeat the Broncos. The line is minus three. Texans will take last week's defeat and take it out on the Bronco Busters. CJ Stroud is better than Russell right now, hands down. Both teams have a lot on the line, but I think Houston is more mature and they have a better team all around. Broncos five game winning streak is about to end. Home cooking cleanses the soul, Gooby. Yeah, baby, yeah! And the real Russ is gonna stand up before his ass is knocked to the ground. It's a number six offense versus the number 30th defense. Denver is terrible at stopping people. Destroyer can't be happy anymore, even though he jumped off the wagon. And I'm going to say this score is going to be 30 to 24 for the Texans. Okay. So drop a toonie on it. Yeah, no, I, I like that. I like that. I think the Texans definitely will take a win there. Yeah, no, fuck the Broncos. No one likes the Broncos. Even Broncos fans don't like the Broncos. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I got one in store for you, and I am going Niners over the Eagles. Game of the year for this year. It's going to be a fucking shootout, man. I think it's going to be the Niners defense that's going to pick apart Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts, I don't know if he leads the league in interceptions, but he's got a lot of INTs. And that Niners defense is going to come hard for him. He's going to make some bad throws. And I see this game being 32 to 28 for the Niners. Okay. That's that's my prediction. 
Yeah, not too shabby. I, I like the Niners too. Even Vegas likes them at minus three on the road. Yeah. It's juggernaut, juggernaut battle. It's the NFC Championship rematch. 49ers finally have Brock Purdy. They didn't have him for most of the game. You got the number five defense versus the number 19 defense. The Eagles have not looked good stopping anyone. Number three offense versus number nine offense. I don't think it's going to be a shootout. I think it's going to be a, definitely more of a defensive battle. And besides, Mike Shanahan doesn't have a face you want to punch. But Nick Sirianni, on the other hand, yeah, I want to punch that guy right in the face. He's too cocky. Screw him and screw the Eagles. Let's go 49ers. He's too cocky. Speaking of head coaches, though, do you hear the rumor that uh, Harbaugh might be getting a call? Which one? The one that's at Michigan? Yeah. For, for which team? They're not saying which team, but there's a rumor that um, teams are going to be looking at him in the offseason to head coach, which would be crazy to have him come back. It would be. I'm shocked he hasn't been back already. I know he's done some great things at Michigan, but you belong in the NFL, buddy. Yeah. Well, bring him to Dallas. Let's get rid of McCarthy. I've been saying get rid of McCarthy for years, but I might take Dan Quinn over him. Just saying. Yeah, but man, I don't want to lose Dan Quinn as a defensive coordinator. Yeah, but he'll still run the show defensively. He'll just have another coordinator, but he'll have to answer to Dan Quinn. True. Anyways, that is it for Show Us Your TDs. We always end on Tooney Bets. Drop a like, a follow. Listen to us on Spotify, um, Apple. We're everywhere. Uh, we're everywhere, except for YouTube. We don't do YouTube anymore. I've got us on YouTube, on my personal channel. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Didn't know, I didn't know that. Check yeah, us out know. on YouTube. <laughs> Wait, does that mean they can see me picking my nose every single time? And your ass, too. Ew, gross. Damn. All right. Well, <laughs> in that case, guys, uh, you know, eat them golds. <laughs> You're disgusting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But uh, yeah, guys, thank you for listening. We don't do this without a viewership. I mean, if if we did, we're just weirdos then. But thank you very much. And thank you, NA30, for letting us do this. Melky, what do you got? I'm going to piggyback off you, buddy. Thank you for joining us for another week of this podcast. Shoutouts go to NA30, El Jefe, those mustard boys. Another mustard episode is dropping in 24 hours. I'm still working on it, but it's dropping very soon. And the biggest shout out goes to NA30's Matt Miller for landing a radio host job at 107.5 Cool FM in Barrie. So congratulations, nice. Matt. They listen to his wit and charm on NA30 and that Barry station. Briefly, Gooby, I got to know. I think the world needs to know this. Your stance on Facebook and how you do not answer invitations on Facebook. I don't. Answer why any- is that? I don't answer anything on Facebook. Okay? You answer Facebook Messenger. Yeah, but Messenger has a separate app than Facebook. Yes. The reason I'm saying this, we were invited to an event on Saturday. Yeah. And Gooby was actually invited, but now he's not invited because he didn't answer the cutoff date. I don't look at Facebook. Last time I looked at Facebook, I opened it up and I had, what, 72 notifications? Oh, well. So why do you have it? (laughs) Why do I have it? Yeah, if you just use Messenger. Destroyer just only has Messenger. He doesn't have Facebook. You can do that? Yeah, you can disable your Facebook I, and keep I your thought messenger. You just, I thought you needed Facebook to have a Facebook messenger. That, that's what I thought too, but apparently not. You can disable your Facebook. Oh, well then, there we go. Disabling Facebook as we speak. <laughs> if I do check it, because someone will tell me, hey man, you got an event, fucking check it out. But if you don't tell me, I ain't going to look. It's, it's, it's an outdated uh, social media platform. platform they really need to you know update that i mean hit me up on instagram yeah, text not, me not everyone Use has okay it's an event though it's she can't message everybody that's why it's a lot easier to set up an event i feel so like it would be more personal 
and <laughs> lovely if you would personally message every single one to the event. You're not wrong about that. I don't hate that idea either. <laughs> <laughs> hey, people, it's called a phone call for a reason. Nobody, Stop. nobody calls people. I call people all the time. I hate texting. I love texting. It saves me from that awkwardness of talking. Nah, I love talking to people. That's why we do this podcast is because we love you know, our voices being heard. That's different. We're talking. Yes, we're talking to a grander scale and we're talking to each other. But to we're basically having phone, an hour and 11 phone conversation right now. OK, don't don't go by the actual time because I have to cut things out of this. <laughs> don't okay. take that with a grain of salt. But we've been on this for an hour and 20 minutes. We're having an hour and 20 minute long phone conversation right now. Yes, because we're delivering content to viewers and listeners and people that want to hear it. But to pick up the phone call and say, what's up, buddy? I find that super annoying because the best part of a phone conversation is the first five minutes, even less than that sometimes. And then it's dead air. Text message, you get your point across. Send a meme. You have a chuckle. Bob's your uncle. I don't have a Bob. Okay. Neither do I. <laughs> I'm, I'm black. We don't have a lot of Bobs in our family. <laughs> on, that, on that note. That's Gooby. I'm Melk. Thank you for tuning into week 13. Good luck to everyone in fantasy football. You included Gooby. Now we're going to make like Josh Allen's MVP chances and disappear. Not funny. That is true. What do you think happens to the Eagles after this loss? I think we actually said this during our pick segment on Friday. I said, this is going to be a loss for the Eagles that like three weeks from now, we're going to say like, hey, remember since the Niners game, they've been different, like a wake-up call type thing. Yeah. Is that how you think? Well, I kind of think that way, but I am worried about the Eagles this weekend against Dallas. Even, this weekend. Wow. Even with Big Dom on the sideline? This weekend Dom's against Dom's back. Yeah.